Before we get started, I want to pray for us, and then we will dig in for a few moments. Let's pray. God, we just thank you so much for this time that we have together. I thank you for this message, and God, even as hard as it is, we thank you for this time that we're in. And God, difficult times for people. Uh, some of us are sick. Uh, some of us are hurting. Some of us are frustrated. Oh God, I, I just want everyone to know that, that no matter where we're at, that you are here with us. And so we thank you for that. We give you the praise. I thank you for this word that you've given me. And, and God, I pray that just as it is uh, spoke to me, that God, it will speak to others um, who are listening. And so we just want to thank you and, and give this time to you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, here we are. It's July 12th. This is the very day that we had planned to all be together again. Isn't it kind of crazy how things work that over the last four months, it's just been nuts. You know, I heard a pastor say, I read this a while back, that while the four months ago we were thinking about we were going to be taking a detour, um, we thought we'd just be taking a little three-week detour, and we began to see that there's a huge chasm between where we were and where God was going to take us and where we were going to be. And so now, instead of taking a detour, we're building bridges. You know, and I agree, we can no longer dwell on the past, uh, the things that we used to be. But although we have huge challenges, we also have huge opportunities, don't we? I believe that like in no other time in history, in our past, we, we're making it easier for people to know Jesus and doing what he asked us to do in Mark 16, to go into all of the world and proclaim the gospel to all of creation. With our technology and things that we're doing, we're able to do that. And so if you've anything like me, you feel like you've lost your bearings a little bit. Um, I, don't, I don't know about you, but what I used to like be able to count on, it feels like I can't count on anymore. And what, what I used to feel like I just knew that I knew, outside of scripture, of course, it seems a little fuzzy. And so in some ways, we've lost our bearings a little. You know, there, there's no, no normal, uh, and no clear-cut, black-and-white answers. Some are on the left and some are on the right, and some of us in the middle where it's frankly pretty messy, but it's like everything that we used to be certain of is now in question. I think we could all agree with that. I want to share a poem with you. This poem uh, is called A Homecoming. It's by Wendell Berry, and in this poem, he says this. In the trust of old love, cultivation shows a dark and graceful wilderness at its heart. Wild in that wilderness we roam the distance of our faith, safe beyond the bounds of what we know. Oh, love open, show me my country, take me home. My question for you to think about today is, is it actually safe beyond the bounds of what we know? Think about that for a moment. There's a lot that we don't know right now. There's a lot of bounds out there, a lot of things that we don't know. Ask yourself, is it safe out there? Is it actually safe beyond 
the bounds of what we know. I got to tell you a quick story. Um, a year ago, um, basically right now from, from August, um, I did a bucket list adventure. Um, it, check this out. It was a four-day ATV ride through central Utah on the Paiute trail system. And I got to tell you guys, I, I used to uh, really downplay Utah because all I'd ever been to is Salt Lake and, and through Moab a little bit. You know, that's pretty cool. Uh, but if you've never been to central Utah in, in the mountain ranges there, um, it, it, it honestly just blew me away. And we did this 300-mile uh, four-day ATV ride. There are five of us through Utah. And uh, if you're watching out there and you went on this, you know how life-changing it was. Uh, it, it was just awesome. I, I got to tell you, you know, we mapped this out before we left. We had it all planned out. I uh, had my gadgets on my ATVs. I was ready to go GPS and, and, and just go into areas that were definitely outside of the bounds of the known. And we went there together. And, you know, there were so many adventures that, that we experienced that we could have never planned for. There's so many things that we encountered that we, we, just, we, we just didn't know. It was outside of, of those, those bounds. But in that, we found adventure. And I got to tell you, we found trust. Uh, we found how to trust one another, how to, how, to, how to be a team. And we just traveled uh, get this, we would, we would just set out on the day to ride 75 or so miles a day and just stop wherever we landed and pitch uh, the, the tents and call it a day and then get up the next day and continue on the trail. And, and uh, it felt really good because, you know, for us dudes, we, we had everything that it took to live on our ATVs. And it was so exciting, and I'll, it's a trip that I never will forget. A couple of the adventures that we, um, that, that we had that we didn't plan for, um, one of them was uh, on one of our trails, uh, we came down, we, came, we were coming down this uh, huge hill, and we had no way to turn back this huge mountainside. And at the very bottom of this, uh, of the, of this incline, was a hairpin turn. And if you went off this way, you would be hurt. You'd be off into, uh, into the trees, into the mountainside and roll your quad down uh, the mountain. And I was the first one to come up on that. And so I, of course, stopped and we helped each other get down through that way carefully and, uh, you know, had big hugs when we all got through it. Another one, uh, we were on the side of, of another hill and this path, it went, it was three foot wide and it went, um, it went through um, this snowbank. And if we would have just ridden through the snow, we would have slid off and, and again, uh, found ourselves in a hospital somewhere. So we had to stop and we had to shovel snow and we had to get through that snow in August, imagine that. And we had to get through that side of that hill together. And so... Um, these, these were things that I experienced and the example that I could give you of, of a time when, when I went on an adventure and it was outside of the bounds of what was known. You know, through that, we actually learned a lot about each other. 
we had to ride at least a mile apart because of the dust. And so we had this system uh, that we put into place that as we came to a turn, because I was up front and navigating, but as I turned, if I was ready to come to a place where we had to turn, there was no way for me to let the person five miles back know uh, what, we, what I was going to do. And so we would always be responsible for the person who was right behind us. And so if I was coming up and ready to turn, I would wait for Mr. Cohen to come up behind me and I would get the thumbs up and I would move along. Now, if he came up to me and he was like, hold up, we got problems in back, then we would stop. Or I haven't seen Pastor Joe in a while or whatever it would be. Uh, but we got through that together. It was a great lesson on teamwork and being there for the next guy. It was just a, an incredible trip of trust and, and adventure. You know, on that trip, we had no idea if it was safe out beyond the bounds of what we knew. But we, we knew we had each other and we trusted each other and it was amazing. Here's an awesome picture of us at one of the mountaintops on one of the last days. You know, the Israelites wondered if it was safe to go beyond the bounds of what they knew all they knew was slavery and captivity until Pharaoh finally freed them, right? And they, they followed Moses, and, and then Pharaoh changed his mind. And you guys know the story, but let's read what happened in Exodus 14, 10 through 14. When Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes. They forgot where they were going and they, they looked back. And behold, the Egyptians were marching after them and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? You can just imagine them uh, saying that. Uh, it sounds like me actually sometimes. So what have you done to bring us out of Egypt? Is not this what you said, what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, fear not. And this is a message for us today right here. Fear not. Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. Amen. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you only have to be silent. And I don't know about you, but that's kind of a convicting thing to hear in our circumstances. We, you kind of know the rest of the story. Um, as, as, as Moses reaches out his staff and, and something that, uh, that can only happen by an act of God happens with the waters parting and the Egyptians uh, getting swallowed up after the people of Israel have gone to the other side. The Egyptians come up on that and they all perish and God takes care of his people as he always does. So as we, we, as we think about that story and as we think about the, the kinds of things that we face right now, I, I just want to ask, what about you? Uh, 
You know, as information and job requirements and standards and, and the norms change right before our very eyes, do you trust God that it's safe beyond the bounds of what you know? I want to take us uh, to another verse, and that is in Isaiah 43, 16 through 21. And this actually is the scripture um, that got me, uh, that God showed me, that even got me thinking um, down, uh, down this way. And so Isaiah 43, 16 through 21, check this out, follow along. Um, if you have your Bibles, your Bible app, or the church app, or anything like that, you can follow along. It'll be up on the screen too. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea. Again, he's gonna refer back to that, that story in Exodus. Thus says the Lord who, Lord who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth a chariot and a horse, army and warrior, that they lie down, they cannot rise, and they are extinguished. We just read the story. They're quenched like a wick. He says this, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild beasts will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, for I give water in the wilderness, rivers in a desert to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, that they might declare my praise. Amen. Thus says the Lord who makes a way. He says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old, because behold, he's doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? So as we come to a conclusion, what do I want you to know? I, I want you to know that God has done amazing, wonderful things in our lives, amen? And in the life of our church. You know, he, he's truly blessed us and he continues to bless us. But, but we must look forward. We can't afford to live in our past. Today, we're looking at innovative ways that will prov provide us with opportunities to meet together here. We cannot wait, as Pastor Ernie continues to say. However, what I'm excited about, another thing that I'm excited about, is the investment and the commitments that we've made to use technology to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. Amen? And you're a part of that. I'm also excited uh, that we've invested in our recenter here in the White Mountains. And we have programs in place to reach those in drug court and in addiction programs and, and programs just getting started to come alongside under-resourced moms and programs that build a bridge as people become formerly incarcerated members of our society. And we need your partnership in every way as, as we reach into places where there are people who just don't know that they can know Jesus with all of the creativity and uniqueness that God has formed us with. And I want you to know that together, we'll be moving forward. We, we can't look back. We can't look back with sadness as we see how things used to be and we feel like we're gypped or we feel like it just isn't as good as it used to be. 
We have to look, we have to look forward out beyond the, the bounds of what we knew with optimism and excitement. This is what's outside of the bounds of what we knew. So I got to ask you, are, are you ready for the water in our wilderness? Are you ready for a new thing that God wants to do in us and around us? And most importantly, I, I want you to know that if you've surrendered your life to Jesus, he is king. And we exist to love him and to serve him, to see his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen? So what do I want you to do? I want you to be in Christian community groups. We talk about it all the time. There are opportunities that you have to know about. Make sure that you ask about them. It's so important that we're in Christian community. We have those groups available, or maybe you have your own. Pick them back up. Just make it happen. It also helps us to be accountable. You know, these groups, they, they help uh, hold you, love you and hold you accountable to things as Pastor uh, Justin spoke about uh, a few weeks ago. I want you to be humble. You know, we, we can't move through this world with, with a prideful spirit. So listen to people. Be humble. And, and I don't know about you, but I got to set my pride aside quite often. I, I want you to be empathetic. You know, let's commit to caring more about those hurting around us than even our own rights. Set aside any fear about the future that, that we may have, and let's trust that God is in control. And, and lastly, I, I want you to continue to be in prayer as Pastor Ernie has called us to be. Lastly, how do I want you to feel? I wanted to add this. What do I want you to know? What I want you to do? I wanted to add in, how do I want you to feel? You know, my prayer for you is that no matter where you're at, that although there are there is craziness going on out beyond those bounds and our humanness wants to be worried about self-preservation, I want you to know just a couple of things. I want you to feel, excuse me, I want you to feel just a couple of things. I want you to feel loved. You know, we should be loving each other, but, but I want you just to know how much Jesus loves you and he made you with such a purpose. Uh, I want you to feel empowered. You know, living a life with Jesus is, is adventurous. And so as we navigate these difficult times, as we build bridges across chasms, uh, I want you to have a sense of adventure as we're asking God, what is next? And lastly, I, I want you to feel secure, not in a sense of uh, just being complacent, but I want you to feel secure in the powerful plans of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for the stories of the Bible that you give us, the examples of Scripture. It's deep, deep meaning. And God, we, we just, we thank you that, um, God, you do, you rescue us from so much. And as we look out past the, the bounds of what we know right now, God, I pray that you would just help us to feel 
like you've got it all under control. And we want to trust you. We want to love people better. We want to love you better. We just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.